Hi friend, my name is Amy Joy and this is the Make Prayer Beautiful podcast. Back in 2019, I went to a Christian Healing Ministries conference and I was astonished because Judith McNutt, the first night, stood up in front and said, if you haven't been filled with the Spirit or if you've had the baptism of the Spirit and maybe had an experience of speaking in tongues, but it didn't feel definitive or it felt questionable, please come forward and I would love to pray for you. And so we all came forward and stood in a line and she said, Holy Spirit, come. And what astonished me is I had no idea what to expect. (laughs) You're kind of like, okay, she's praying this thing. What is it going to look like? And the way I would describe it is that it felt like the atmosphere got really heavy that there was pressure in the room. And at some point I thought, I'm either going to throw up or I'm going to pass out. So I think I'd rather just lie down and not pass out or vomit because either one sounds pretty bad. And once I went down, I just stayed down. (laughs) And that was beautiful. I probably spent about two hours just resting in the presence of the Lord. So I think some people call that being slain in the spirit. I prefer resting in the spirit. And I... I don't know that I've had that happen again since then, at least not anything like what happened that night, but that that was an astonishing experience for me where I thought, how did she know that she could simply ask the Holy Spirit to come and he would come in power? And I've tried, like, I mean, you just kind of experiment with things, <laughs> like, Holy Spirit, come, come on this call. And I, I think on the one hand, we recognize that God is in the world. And so there's a part of saying, I recognize I don't really need to ask him to come in, in a certain way. On the other hand, I also recognize that most people are not wandering around just getting slain in the spirit all the time. And so what does it look like to have that ability to access, I don't know if it's greater authority or power, I don't know. But anyway, I was listening to Janine Mason talk about believing the Bible, and she quoted a bunch of different verses. And one of them that she said, it was like it was highlighted in red letters, or like neon letters with blinking lights that were 10 feet tall, like, this one's for you, Amy. And so this is Luke six nineteen, out of the Passion Translation, which means it's going to be a little more adjective heavy no kidding, but here it is. It says, the entire crowd eagerly tried to come near Jesus, to touch him, to receive healing, because a tangible supernatural power emanated from him and healed all who came close to him. Isn't that amazing? The entire crowd eagerly tried to come near Jesus, to touch him, to receive healing, because a tangible supernatural power emanated from him and healed all who came close to him. And she quoted that verse in the midst of her longer talk, but that picture stayed with me. And I couldn't remember the word tangible. I actually um, misquoted it in my mind as the word palpable, but like there was a power that was felt that came out of him. And I had this picture of whether it's like vibrating waves or something that you can, you could feel it. And for me, I love healing, right? I oh, I asked the Lord to make me a healer. And although I wouldn't say that I see tons of evidence of that, at least in terms of 
you know, if I'm praying for someone, they don't immediately say like, oh, my leg just grew <laughs> two inches. But I, I'm excited about the idea and I'm excited to press in for more. And so this picture of saying, wow, where Jesus went, power emanated from him. There was a palpable sense of what he carried and that people recognized it and could press in in order to get some of it. Oh, it's so exciting. And so after she had finished her talk, she said, okay, so now we are going to pray for one another because I want you all to be activated and able to to go forth and kind of do the things. And so I thought, I am going to just believe this word because what the scripture says is greater works will Jesus followers do than the ones that he did. And whether that's, and well, I should say, I think I looked that up at one point and it was both greatness in number, which makes sense because Jesus was one and now he has millions of followers, which means there's lots of opportunities for all of us to be doing awesome things. But also, I think maybe it also meant greatness in kind. And when you think about what Jesus did, whether it's raising the dead or healing blindness and so forth, that's a pretty large order. So anyway, whatever the definition exactly, even if it was like, you're going to get to do what Jesus did, I'm like, yeah, sign me up. That would be amazing. And so when it was time to pray for someone, I stood up, it was time to pray for healing. And I, I just, I put my hands on the people and I thought, Jesus, that palpable energy, that power that flowed from you. And the first person, I don't know if anything really happened. And then the second person, and I kind of kept moving down the line. The third person, I think she maybe started to cry. Fourth person, I was praying. And all of a sudden I thought, oh, this person's getting a little wobbly in the knees. And I said, do you need to lie down? And the person said, yes. And so she lay down and was just resting in the spirit. And then turned to the next person and prayed for her. And again, normally I'm using my words because that's what I know to do, like speak things out. And this time it was more about saying, you promised that we would get to have the power that you have. And you had palpable power that came out from you. I want that. (laughs) And so I was just like mentally thinking about the word palpable again and again. (laughs) Like, Jesus, your palpable power. And then that second person got kind of wobbly. And I mean, there weren't catchers. And so I was like, do you need to lie down? Yes, she needed to lie down too. And so she laid down. And then I went to the next person and And this happened probably five times. And again, that had never happened to me before. And oh, it was so, uh, so exciting to feel like I have been asking the Lord about this for four years. Saying, Lord, I don't understand how Judith McNutt could just say, come Holy Spirit. And again, I still don't necessarily understand that. But I feel like the answer is out there and it's coming. And uh At one point, I was, again, thinking about this word palpable because I forgot the word was tangible and then started to pray in my prayer language and the person went down and I I just thought, Lord, whatever you've given me in my prayer language, I don't understand it because it's not in English. And yet, if I ask to be a healer, of course, part of what you've done is put healing into that language. Oh, thank you, Lord. 
Yeah, thank you, Lord. And so, Jesus, I continue to ask for the full measure of all that you have for us, that we would understand how to access what you've promised, because I don't think we do. (laughs) I know I don't. That's why I keep asking, Lord, teach me to pray, because there is mystery and there is always more. Thank you, Jesus. Amen.